When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to Ask Women. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian and your host here, of course. Not, of course, actually, no Marnie Kinross, but we have Jordan Harbinger, who, did I say that right? Yeah, but, you know, I'm not a pregnant female, so mm. it's, I get tough shoes to fill. I am, so night. we're all good. Oh, good, She's good. Just kidding. I wish I was pregnant. That. I could check out end this box. life that I have right now of freedom. Because you, could, you could leverage your pregnancies with, with a man. That's, that's exactly why. That's important. That's exactly why. Yeah. Throw on the birth control away real quickly. <laughs> um, but you guys know Jordan from the Art of Charm podcast. Yeah, you which, better. Which is so yeah. good, but you also know him from our podcast. Because you've been yes. on like three or four times I now, have been. Yeah. Which is and so pre- cool of you. And I appreciate that. Yeah. But what I appreciate is the fact that we didn't have a studio to tape in and you saved the day. Yeah. You're wearing an invisible cape. I, it's, if only I had a visible cape, that would get all the ladies. <laughs> visible to me. I wouldn't have showed up. I'd be like, you know what? Actually, I think we're good. We don't need to tape. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all uh, set. How's that cape feeling? Yeah. It's pretty hot out so, for a cape. Thanks for coming through on that. And yeah. Yeah. we have... Actually wearing a cape. Actually wearing a cape. <laughs> on... On his um, front part, yeah, covering you know what because yeah. it needs a cape, yeah, because it's such a hero, right? It is you, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> is you know what we mean? Very funny comedian, host of the worst birthday podcast. There we go. Thank you for thank you for googling Michael me. Costa. That's correct. Do you yeah. say it? Costa? I say Costa. Okay, because you said Costa earlier. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> off record. I'm not. Sure. I'm not sure that's what accurate. What a jerk. <laughs> uh, I actually. Costa. I would have said. What's I've very funny Costa, about both of you, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I've known you both for quite some time. Yeah. Yet I've probably only said three sentences to both of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is the way it should <laughs> which be is with the, most Which is very LA. It's the most It is. That's how, you run a, that's how you run an interview on G4, which yeah. is where we met. Just three sentences. I interviewed Jordan on uh, Attack of the Show when I was the guest host. A great segment. Probably lives somewhere on, on it YouTube. Does, it, it's actually it's on that media page that you keep for a while, and yeah. you're like, I got to put that, and then yeah. you never look yeah. at it, and no one ever looks at it. And Kristen, we drove down to a show together, <laughs> bef- like, bl- like a blind, not, not date, date comedy, comedy date. date. Yeah. Yeah. How did that even happen? Like, did I approach you? This was before, like, internet photos and everything. I remember right. someone, I remember you reaching out or someone reached out and said, my friend Kristen's in town. Would you mind taking her around? And I was like, hey, she's a girl. Yeah. Of course Let's I would. Let's pick her up and see what happens. And I remember when she got in the car, I was like, yes, she's cute. And yeah. then I just fucking sat there and twiddled my thumbs the right. whole time. But you were it. wearing the cape then, too. I always wear a cape. So that's my thing. Yeah, Michael that's how I, how I recognize you the second time. Oh yeah, it's like oh the cape guy. <laughs> he is not wearing a cape. That was probably <laughs> ten years ago. 
Yeah, no. no, it was it was probably eight years ago. Jesus. I know. It's a long time. I was much cuter then. Now I'm an old woman. I have lines in my face and my neck. I w- yeah, I will Ugh. say that now you're not nearly as attractive as then. Yeah. <laughs> is that the art of charm? Is that, that, is that how you it. charm somebody? You just nailed <laughs> you know, it. I got to make sure my fans don't hear that or they'll just stop <laughs> well, listening to Well, that was a perfect segue because that's what I wanted to talk about today. Oh, interesting. How to be charming because I have two very charming lads. They're not in this room. Yeah. But, but you, they're, in your life. they're close by. Yeah. They're locked yeah. in a basement. <laughs> Um, on the west side. But how do you be charming? Because a lot of the dudes listen to the show because they aren't charming. Because that's what wins over women. And if they were winning over women, they wouldn't be listening to the Ask Women show. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, are, is there not a segment of guys that's like, look, I just want to make sure I'm in the 95th percentile, but I'm already a little bit maybe halfway there? There are a few of those, but I would say they're definitely the minority. Like, Donald Trump wouldn't let them in if that was right. to this wow. sh- showroom. Because right, that's you. how minority-ish they are. Right. Was that a good joke? I'm not sure I totally understood it, but I'm going to laugh because I'm polite. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely some dudes who have improved since they've been listening to our show. And I don't just say that because this sounds like an infomercial, but like we'll have them um, Mm -hmm. write in emails and say, hey, since I started listening to your show, now I've got like, Mm -hmm. you know, three dates this week and blah, blah, blah. So they, you know, there are those dudes, but there are definitely probably first time listeners who haven't learned from our amazing advice yet. And they gotcha. don't know how to be charming. Gotcha. I mean, I think the focus, the fact that there's people listening to try to get better with their social skills is already, first of all, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, crap, I'm not charming, and you're down on yourself about that, I th- I'd say shake that off, brush those shoulders off. Because if you're listening to something, you're devoting time and you're investing in yourself to learn a skill. I think there's something to be said about that. That kind of growth mindset. It's charming, not pathetic. That kind of growth, <laughs> no, it's not pathetic at all. That kind of growth mindset, it's no... It's no more pathetic than not knowing Mandarin randomly. Yeah, but right. I do think that's a little pathetic that people don't the, know Mandarin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do you agree. mind if I do the rest of this podcast <laughs> in, Mandarin? in Mandarin? I don't know Mandarin, but to make up for it, I eat their oranges. You do eat their oranges. oranges. Yeah, I have seen you do that, yeah. You actually learn the language just by Yeah, it's, it's literal osmosis, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, but I, I think that the reason that there's a stigma attached to not having great so-called charm and social skills and just like if you just throw your microphone on the floor <laughs> in the middle of a show, Kristen, then I think the there's more of a stigma attached to that because it's it affects... It's like me. It like wants to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah it, just it, try to jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like I'm it's doing a little, it. It's a little loose in there. It'll do it again. <laughs> story, like story of my life. Yeah, it'll try. It'll try, <laughs> it's try rat- again. Rattling around. It'll remain alive. The, the stigma's attached because people feel like, okay, this affects my social status. So it, yeah. it by kind of by definition has stigma attached to it. But people don't learn these these sets of skills for certain reasons that are often outside their control. Uh, and some people have more of a knack for it than others early in life, which gives them a massive time advantage later in life. Where do people get it from early in life? Like if they have a knack for it, is yeah. it because their father was charming or are people innately – like Michael's innately charming. Is that I, right? I can't disagree yeah, with he, that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I guarantee well, can I can I tell you so go ahead finish please. your, your no, finish, I'm not your, finish your compliment complimenting you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something that I've told many therapists and many people and half the people think it's insane crazy and half the people think it's wonderful. But when I was oh man it was part of it was part of my family I'm youngest of four kids. Part of my family was you played what we called the tennis ball game with my mom and I remember very young age doing this. And she would ask you a question, and then she would toss you the ball, and you had to respond. And then when you asked her a question, you tossed the ball back to her. So, hey, Michael, that's a nice hat. Where did you get that? Oh, wow. thanks, Mom. I got this hat from my friend Jordan. Uh, toss the ball back to her. Where did you get your purse? 
and it was my mom was teaching us how to small talk. That's a really Is, I'm wow. stealing. I'm this talking drill. about I was ten years old doing this. Oh my god. I'm literally so, writing this. So down. like you know, half of the girlfriends in my life are like, you're fucking insane. And I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not as good as your well-trained mom at small talk. And then other people in my life are like, wow, that's like a really cool thing for your mom to do for a young kid. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, amazing. Absolutely agree with but that. But now as I live in L.A., I find myself just asking everyone questions and no one ever tosses the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Well, so many people here are just like, <laughs> that's how I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I'm like, can you ask me what I'm doing, please? Because yeah. I have some things. They're, they're freaking walking away from me. And you're like, can I have the tennis have the ball, ball back? back I need that for later. Um, they get hit in the head with every question that they, or with everything yeah. that they say, you hit them with another tennis ball. Right. So they're aware. So many balls in my pocket. I think, I, I hope everyone out there listening hears this. Just ask other people questions. And even if you don't listen to the answer, which you should. But even if you don't, you already are, like, just expressing an interest in them. And that seems to make people like you. Well, that's that's the I old, wrong, Jordan? You have science right. behind the shit. I don't know is. anything. What if someone asks you a question? Because that could be charming, but they sure. ask it really flat and... Well, that's... That's that tonality. And yeah, I mean, like that's that, bad. Sure. That, that's, that's better than just standing there. But, yeah, of course, genuinely and authentically answer and try to, like, you know, be a reflective listener. Like, you said you're from Texas. Where, where are you from? I don't know. Upstate New York. Oh, you said Which you're from? Which is like Texas. Basically like, yeah, that's I funny. Said you, that you said in the that car in the car. Earlier. It's like that's Texas. Weird. That is yeah. funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're from upstate New York? Like, what part of upstate New York are you from? I mean, that's just reflective. I'm just repeating. Now you know I'm listening right. to you. Right. So how can we take it up a level and make it actually charming? Do we want to have sex? Like, that's the next, <laughs> question, the next right? escalation. Yeah, it goes right in line with your questions. Yeah. Michael, yeah. very good job, Michael. <laughs> uh, that's a Dale Carnegie concept. I don't know if he invented it, but that whole like use the name twice in the sure. first few minutes of meeting them. But you mentioned you hit on another one as well, which was the asking questions. And I, th- I think this might be one of those like Zig Ziglar things where he's like, be interested in others. That's the best way to be. No, it's still Dale Carnegie. The best way to be interesting is to be interested in others. And that goes along sure. with what you were saying about the questions. And and asking them and being genuinely curious. That part's actually important, too. Because if you're just mechanically asking questions, it does become very Hollywood. Where they're like, hey, how are you? And before they're done saying that, they're like completely turned around because they don't actually care. It comes across. Well, this happens a lot here where if you're talking to someone, they'll be looking right, like almost at your ear past you to see who else is around. If anyone else is around. And and if you've never had that, I recommend going to the Improv Comedy Club at any point. Oh, my God. just standing at the bar and everyone's looking over you talking to you seeing seeing if there's someone better to talk that's to that's oh, where man. that yeah. initially happened yeah. to me and yeah. I have not let it go and I know the exact comic that I'm referring to okay. that was doing it to me yeah. and it was at the improv I, mean, I, I also get it like if I was I'm a sports fan if I'm in a bar and it's filled with 50 great athletes that I love I'm gonna yeah. be like holy shit I'm looking everywhere but it's like you're I'm having one a of those co- athletes, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You're one of those athletes, <laughs> and you're also a human being. Like, make eye contact, Barely, lock into that yeah. person for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The the idea of something being innate versus learned, you kind of proved. Well, at least gave a, an example of that in action. Everything that looks innate is usually, or, or looks like a talent. You're usually just not zoomed out far enough I like in the that. timeline. I like that a lot. So if if I look at you and I play tennis with you, and yeah. I you look like a guy who could be good at tennis, oh, am I right? That's weird. Yeah. Wait, did you know that about him? I don't. I, if I did, it was from five years it was ago. From five years so ago. it's I possible. Used to play professional did you really? Okay, yeah. so maybe yeah. you told me that. I, we, it, it would be really weird if you didn't. Okay. If, if you so, didn't know so that. subconscious yeah. mind talking. That's another oh, cool principle which you can come back with later. But <laughs> if you don't zoom out far enough on the timeline, it looks like, man, you know, you're just so much better at tennis because yeah. you're a better athlete. Yeah. You're a better athlete than me. Yeah. Um, but 
if we zoom out far enough, we see like, oh, you you played tennis when you were like four. Yeah, well, and I was doing nothing. I find that with comics that do a lot of crowd work, man, they just got it. They and got it. It's like you talk to them and they're like, oh, I made a decision ten years ago to get better at crowd work, and it's yeah. like, oh, you practiced that for ten right. years. Yeah. yeah. So, so when we see social skills and things like that, and it looks innate, what we're really seeing ninety nine percent of the time, and I don't know very many exceptions to this, but I always, I never say a hundred, is you're looking at somebody who. Chances are if I ask enough questions, I can figure out what's going on. So when I think of my friends who I used to think, wow, this guy's just really naturally good. He was yeah. born with it. I decided to figure out whether or not that seemed true. So I asked these guys about their history growing up, and I asked very pointed questions. This is me using my actual law school degree for yeah. this and, and nothing else. And <laughs> Your $280,000 exactly, law school exactly. degree. <laughs> Universally, what these guys were telling me was something like this. Yeah, well, you know, when I was little, and this is all elicited through questions, their older sister was on the tennis team. And yeah. so she had a bunch of tennis stuff, and they had parties at their house, and her mom was like the tennis mom. Yeah. So all the girls were over there, which means that when he was 10, he was hanging out with all these 14-year-old girls yeah. who were around his sister that were at his house every weekend. Yeah. And he's learning and overhearing this all this stuff. story about how someone became gay? <laughs> no, no, but it could be. Okay. No, it's a story about how some guy feels comfortable with super hot chicks that are older than him. Exactly. Yeah. And so then when he gets into like the real world of high school slash the real world of college or yep. the actual real world, of life, yep. <laughs> he's not totally freaking out yeah. every time a cute girl walks by because he's like, this just looks like one of my sister's friends. And I know that what they responded to were all the things they were asking me when I was growing up, all the things I watched them respond to when they were dating the guys that I know, all the things that I learned through my own experience because these guys weren't afraid of girls like I was for a decade, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so they tried this stuff and now when they go out, they're like, oh, I know how I know what switches to flip and how this works. Yeah. And they seem fearless. And then when you go, man, how did you learn all this stuff? They just go, I don't know. It's just easy, man. You can do it too. And that's yeah. the only advice they have because they're not realizing that they basically have yeah. 15 years of practice yeah. deliberate practice yeah. well deliberate, yeah i have to say about myself Please. uh it's it's interesting though what you know if you're like in the same family what you can pick up versus what maybe your sibling would pick up because like for example i'm hilarious mm -hmm. super funny everyone knows incredibly it. charming yeah. everyone knows that <laughs> uh first rule of don't charming, know i haven't sure tell people everybody has <laughs> don't know that. i haven't co-hosted your show yet just kidding um but my sister <laughs> She is charming, but she is like – she's not funny. And I think I got my sense of humor from my dad, and she grew up with my dad as well. Mm -hmm. And it's just weird how it could be picked up for one person and not for another. Absolutely, yeah. This, you know, some kids grow up with dad beating up the kids, and one of them goes on to like uh, – get addicted to substance and abuse and have problems, and the other one decides to help others with their career, and it's like, yeah. where, how the fuck did that come from? One's an addiction family? specialist, and yeah. the other one yeah. is, like, in prison. Yeah, yeah. Right. that happens. That's very common. Your sister's not funny. She's Come on. Not, she's not funny. The other day she said something kind of funny in text, and I was like, oh, my God. Her name's Mo, Maureen, by Colin yeah. I was like, Mo had a funny. Yeah. And she was like, like, the fact that she even tried was rare. Yeah, rare. yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Like, she'll laugh at things, but she just doesn't have yeah. it. But it's she's just... like, no, I gave my phone to my friend. That was her text. And we're like, <laughs> right, God, right, you right. are born. I but saw that's why her Twitter. and I are different, because she <laughs> has friends. I don't. So things really do <laughs> go differently yeah. for siblings. You have friends, Kristen. Yeah. yeah. I'm your friend. I mean, we, that's what we they talk tell me. once every eight years. Yeah. <laughs> it's <a good> friendship. <laughs> yeah. You haven't killed me, so I consider that friendship. Uh, all right. So mm -hmm. that's one thing, is to actually kind of learn 
to be charming. Yeah, they learn early, and I, I forget sort of where the root was, but, but a lot if, of— what if they haven't learned early? Yeah, so you have to make up for lost time, and the way that you do that is through deliberate practice, like we had just talked about. You've heard that concept before, right? It's yeah. like um, being a pro athlete or former pro athlete, you, you know that the way to figure out how to serve isn't just to, like, serve a thousand times. You have to serve a thousand times, but you also have to have somebody going— all right, I want more power. I want it to go a little to the or right. More specifically, it's like in tennis, it's like we're going to put this water uh, water bottle in the corner and you try to don't stop until you hit it 200 times. There it's you like go. target practice. Like extremely difficult. Yeah, right. very difficult and very deliberate. But I would think so. It's just, this is fascinating to me, like that people practice and should practice social skills. It, it, it's yeah. a very overlooked. Yeah. You know, it's like math. You practice multiplication tables as a kid, you practice. A language, or you the drums, or you. But it's like we don't practice a handshake. Like right. your mom. How bad is our? Uh, sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to start yelling, but I get mad. <laughs> Please at this. do it. Yell. Please yell. How bad are we as a country at our initial greeting? I mean, we <laughs> half the time I'm trying to shake. Someone's doing doing the, the weird shake. Ah, uh, black yeah. dudes are are trying to do this and then the hug. You know, like we don't <laughs> like we need to teach our children how to fucking shake hands, look yeah. them in the yeah. eye. Like yeah. that's probably a Dale Carnegie thing. But in France, everyone does the same thing. It's like kiss, kiss. And, and I, I taught tennis in Japan once. They taught the kids how to bow to start a match. I mean, this was like a six-year-old kid. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Amazing. I thought yeah. you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say they taught them how to bow to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm like, well, I was like, they taught them how to do fist bumps. But even today, I saw you two. I shook your hand. I think. Did we do a half bro hug? I don't, I don't think we did. No, because there was fights in, in between yeah, us. Yeah, and then I decided that we were hugging and kissing on the cheek. Yeah, we did hug and kiss on the cheek. But then you're going like, am I, am I supposed to be kissing the cheek? Yeah. We don't have a we, – we need right. to practice that social skill. Well, that's actually part of the reason why I don't leave my apartment. Yeah. I don't know the etiquette. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I guess I'm just – well, actually, before I said I really don't – obviously – this is a joke, but I don't really mind going to like wakes or funerals because yeah. I know what the hug, hug etiquette is there. What is the hug etiquette? You hug, you hug a everybody. long, deep hug. A hug, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know, in real life. I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know, but so you're, you're hugging all those the, the dead bodies, right? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what about. I meant. You put yeah. the dead sure. arms around you. And She's you been kicked out of so many, <laughs> so many wakes. wakes. She goes to random. No, but isn't that interesting? That like it's clear what the social expectation is, mm-hmm. and it, in a way, is more comfortable to go there, right? In a party. Which I'm socially comfortable. Like I'm, I'm not bragging. It's just it's probably my family and big family. There's other parts of my life that are not comfortable. I get nervous going to parties, and I and I'm socially comfortable. Right. People with social anxiety must be fucking flipping their it's, shit. It's extremely apparent. When I was in college there's and no, high school, I was no, so shy. It's the Wild West. It's terrifying. No one knows what to fucking do at a party. Imagine that you know when I swear. I don't know if you ever. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, I can. <laughs> I don't know if you ever like smoked the marijuana, but you know sure. that paranoid feeling you get if yes. you ever gotten that. Yeah, I locked the door over and over. Again. Right. Like that's how social social anxiety feels all of the time at yeah. everything. You can't control. So. Imagine when you're like, oh, I'm so unpleasantly stoned. I hate this. I can't wait till this wears off. It never wears off. Yeah. Them, and so that you, and that's why maybe you drink too much or yeah. you get – my my friend is, who was a former professional tennis player, I'm not going to say his name, he uh, he had what's called – I forget what it's called, but he's, he, he would extreme sweat. Oh, yeah. That's – Hydro um, – Ptosis or whatever, hyperhidrosis. He ended up getting yeah. his arm, his armpit glands uh, like clamped. Clamped, truly. Yeah. Whoa! Sure. But like he was terrified to touch a woman, shake, shake a guy's hand. I mean, and, and his it hands was because were, of his sweat. Like he correct. knew his sweat would okay. correct. And he's like, I'm literally like in college. He's like, I'm sitting on a chair 
you know, like looking at my cell phone, people are calling me and I'm like, I'm not leaving this house. Yeah. And yeah. that, that, that's a physical yeah. issue. Sure. But social anxiety probably is exactly the same thing. I mean, S- sometimes you know. those things are even linked because yeah. hyperhidrosis, right. some people it is caused or exacerbated yeah. by anxiety period, yeah. which is, you feel so bad for yeah. folks who have that kind of thing. Something, the, something about <clears throat> me. Because again, this Please. is my show. No, I don't yes. know why. Well, yeah, we're this is your show. <laughs> we're talking about his classmates. How dare you? I actually don't have like enough sweat glands or something. So when I when my body wants to sweat, like when I'm working out or something, um, it just comes out in redness in my face. Interesting. Oh, and that caused yeah. me a lot of social anxiety because I didn't sweat. Everyone no. else would be sweaty, yeah. and I would be dry as a bone with a super, super, super red face. And when I, it made me not want to play sports mm. and like go to gym class. I had sex with a woman once. High five. High five. <laughs> and she turned absolutely beat red. And I was like, am, "Am I this terrible at sex? Right. I'm, I'm not. High five. Nice and, and uh, no, but she's like, I get th- this is what happened. And she she'd be really terrified. She put her head in the pillow. She was like totally terrified. I mean, I was wow. also shoving her head in the pillow. But <laughs> totally. High five but again. but uh, so many high fives when I talk about myself. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a thing. Yeah, turning bright red but, is a is a thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, but it can it's a way cause for social anxiety. So, like, absolutely. what about for people with social anxiety? Like, mm. what can they do to not have so much anxiety? Yeah, the the problem with social anxiety is not that you can't fix it or something like that. It's that it takes a ton of work, and mm. all of the little definitely not willing to do that. All the little tips True and that. tricks that mm. people offer are all generally garbage. Like, it's the the advice people with social anxiety get is the equivalent of. Well, if you go up on that stage and you feel nervous, just in- envision everybody naked. And it's yeah. like, that right. totally doesn't now work. Now I have a boner. Now, right. yeah, now, yeah. now I've got yeah. a boner and red face and social anxiety. And so does the first three people in the front row. <laughs> yeah. um, so the way to fix it is to really, for me, the way that I fixed this in, in myself and the way that Art of Charm fixes it for the clients is to show people nonverbal communication skills that well actually i can outline like a a drill right now that i think might be really useful for your listeners yes please um, do that so this is called the doorway drill and what we the, the premise of this is that the body follows the mind and the mind follows the body and this is kind of like scientifically you know mumbo jumbo maybe somewhat dubious but there the whole neuron thing is is debatable mirror neuron thing but essentially what you do is you you realize that the first impression that you create on folks is nonverbal and if you don't believe me walk down the street and you'll make judgments about everybody that you see fair yeah. or not because that's how we're evolved it's just evolutionary sure. psychology sure. So what this means is since our nonverbal communication is what determines and dictates our first impression, then we have to have great nonverbal communication at all times. The problem with that is as soon as I think like, all right, I'm going to stand up straight and like get some swag going, as soon as I walk out my door and I go to an event, I'm talking to somebody and I start to forget about all that and everything goes back to where it was because we did, this is a Navy SEAL thing, but you don't, you don't rise to the level of your expectations. You default to the level of your training. And so oh, you yeah, default like to that. the habits. And this is probably yeah. something you've heard in that athletics. That's why I'm a loser. I have, I have that stitched on my pillow. And my, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big pillow. It's a that's, body, that's it's a body why pillow. my face was red. I was rubbing yeah. against it. embroidery. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so the reason we have to train that is because we want to be able to manage that nonverbal communication without thinking about it. So the way that we do that is yeah. this. Every time you walk through a doorway, straighten up, so chest back, shoulders back, chin up. You don't have to exaggerate it. You don't want to be like fake, yeah. you know, Iron Man, <sighs> like meathead kind of yeah. thing. But just straighten up and put a smile on your face. 
And then the way to remember this is even do this in your own house. So when you walk into your bedroom, your living room, the bathroom, and if you have trouble remembering it, get little colored post-it notes and put them up at eye level in the door frame. And you'll go, why is that thing there? Oh, yeah, right, doorway. Drive. Right, right. And uh, so because it breaks the, the pattern. You're used to walking through doorways. So just kind of re- reposition your body as, as someone that's confident and, and sure of themselves, not like a big douchebag, though. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not, yeah. not like a big douchebag. And the, yeah. w- the reason we do the doorway thing in our own house is because after a few weeks of doing this, which is a long time, I realize it's not overnight, what happens is when you then leave your house, your default body language and nonverbal communication is upright, open, positive, smiley, at least to a certain extent. This is great because it makes you appear as such, but the the real difference happens after a few weeks of actually doing this and, and having it stick as a habit because people start to treat you differently because of the exact same judgments that we talked about walking down the street. Crazy, they start man. to make different judgments about who you are, yeah. how confident you are, how friendly you are based on your nonverbal communication, which you've now developed into a positive habit, communicating all the right things. I mean, it's like we make judgments on people because they're their fucking Twitter page is really good. Then you meet them in real life and you're like, yeah. oh, this person sucks mm-hmm. at life, but their yeah. Twitter is good. Mm-hmm. So you get know? your nonverbal Twitter get your, on fleek. Yeah, on fleek. I've said this probably like three times on the show, so I don't want to annoy the listeners, but the thing with nonverbal communication is that um, is that like vibes are real. You know, we feel vibes. We actually like sense them and this is the most like hippy-dippy shit I'll ever say. Please. But there's this like crystal pendulum you can swing like hold over your chakras which are points of energy in okay. our body you've lost me but keep going. thank you <laughs> yeah, i know i am kill me kill me and i said this now on the show too many times but um it it swings in accordance to the type of energy that's coming out of your body and it's crazy because if you hold the pendulum thing it's a short little thing with like a crystal at the end yep. if you hold it over a table it doesn't move like this doesn't have any like life coming out of it but mm-hmm. if you hold it over you know your your spot mm-hmm. on your forehead it literally s- starts swinging and it's crazy crazy so it'll go clockwise or counterclockwise or back and forth and i don't know who decided what clockwise mm-hmm. and counterclockwise mm-hmm. and back and forth define you know is defined as but if it swings clockwise it's a positive energy if it swings counterclockwise it's a negative energy and if it swings back and forth it's like a neutral what if you're south energy. of the equator though does it change change other hate way. both of you don't ever <laughs> ask because i have no answer what's for yours that. Um, well, so I did it about five years ago. I haven't done it since I did buy one. Um, and for, it was funny because like for like my forehead or like third eye, whatever it's called in my heart and whatever, it was swinging clockwise, but for my vagina, it just swung back and forth. Like it was like this dead (laughs) neutral, like, yeah, just like your heart and head are positive, but your vagina is is very confused. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. So that was kind of funny, but it's crazy. You guys should try it. It actually works. But the reason I did it was because my therapist, I kept saying to her, I I see myself as a certain person, but people aren't responding to me like this. Like people mm-hmm. seem very negative toward me and mm-hmm. they don't seem to like me right away. And I and so she said, you know, you're giving off certain energies and people are actually physically feeling that. Because I'm always bitter and pissed. And so they're probably sensing that, even though I think like, hey, I'm great and wonderful. You guys right. should like me. Right. And so she brought in that pendulum to show me wow. that you can actually physically there is actual physical energy coming out of your your body. I mean, we all know people that are just like that when you think of them, you kind of go like they're kind of a mope, and then we also know people that are like they're always enthusiastic about stuff, and they could. I prefer the mope. Yeah, I mean, 
mope. A lot of comics are mopes, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, what's with what's with that? Why is that? I noticed it's, that. Well, the, the best explanation I can have is uh, that I've heard is if if ignorance is bliss, right? What's the opposite of that? If if you're fully aware of what's going on in the world, constantly, yeah, constantly, and analyzing what's going on because that's what the comic's job is supposed to right. do. Right, read it, current it, events every day. It's to somewhat miserable. Yeah, it's somewhat yeah, miserable. So also like. You just get desensitized. So, in a, a, a silly joke about, you know, your uncle shitting his pants on the roller coaster doesn't get. It's not as funny anymore to a comic because they've heard so many jokes. So you have to go deeper and darker. And like, you know, Kristen's got to make a suicide joke at like minute six of her podcast. <laughs> but I don't know. It is just kind of a little mopey thing. But but people but do it- respond. You can always identify. A, a woman or a man, excuse me. Someone, uh, I'm just getting whistled. Your by Twitter guys. is on fleek. That's what that <laughs> Someone is. Someone can you can always identify a, a, a man or a woman at a party that that's like has a good energy. Yeah, and the know? thing is, it's like you want that good energy, but you also want to be real because I find that overrated people because <laughs> <laughs> that people people that come across ener- energetic and happy all the time sometimes to me it reads as fake or for sure not real. So if you can be that, but also genuine yeah boom you got Authentic. it yep. yeah you got yep. it made i'm i lean more towards scientific stuff so the crystal thing doesn't totally resonate with me <laughs> wait you what, what? you there? don't believe my i i don't research? i think the reason that uh people react to other people in certain emotional ways is because our brains can compute so many things at the same time that they're simply reading nonverbal communication that they well, right. can't that's, articulate that's essentially what i'm saying it is right yeah it's the same result right so like if you're angry and you're pissed off People can see it in things on your face, in your the way you carry your body, your shoulders, but they can't go, well, since your shoulders are tilted a little bit forward, I assume that you're angry and pissed. It's just evolutionary and instantaneous. Well, what's crazy is that like when I was talking to my therapist, it was like I was saying, you know, I want people to respond to me in a certain way, but they're responding to me in this way, even though I think I'm this and that, I know underneath I'm angry and bitter but to them I'm to them they don't know that I'm coming across I'm I'm being like friendly and like hey how are you how's it going and like being real but I think they can actually sense they can really sense that underneath that it's it's yeah, bitterness you're ma- maybe you're covering it or masking it but you can you can tell right and so people can read that yeah very yeah. easily yeah. and i think that's where my our, weird crystal pendulum comes g- to play generally <laughs> our bodies are terrible liars there's yeah. it's really really hard to lie convincingly with your nonverbal communication it's really easy to lie with words which is why we've evolved to read nonverbals better than we've evolved sure. to understand spoken language that and the amount of time involved this in is each why one. trump hasn't smiled in, in literally like 10 months. It's not a joke. He, he's like made the decision that he's a serious guy that's putting America first. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting political. I'm saying like Obama was so charming. Mm-hmm. He smiling, was. Smiling, yeah. soft-spoken. Right, right, Always like looking optimistic. Uncle Barry. You know, and that was like a lot of the, the supporters of Trump hated that, you know, or their life was shitty. How can you be so happy right, about stuff? And Trump right. comes in with this, he's always serious looking. Right, right, right. You know, it's crazy. It's, it's interesting what he's communicating through, through nonverbal. Yeah. He's fully aware of that. You know, they yeah, all are. That's Especially a good politicians, point. that's their fucking job. They're fully, that's true. Fully, fully aware of that. Leaders like Trump, well, I should say leaders who don't smile generally, and I'll just discard the Trump comment, but the leaders who don't smile generally, are 
they want to be perceived as strong. And the people that For do sure. that are generally autocrats, authoritarian governments sure. and things like that. And the only time that you do see them smile is when they're having like a Kim Jong-il moment where yeah. they're like, all right, I'm in a painting. Yeah. I got to look <laughs> grandfatherly, which is here's the here's a weird North Korea fact that's totally relevant. Those guys are only pictured <laughs> smiling after they pass away I was gonna or say, really, never, really late in their career. You've never seen the current whatever they call Kim Jong Un. Yeah. But what do they call Grand? You never There's, see him smiling. It's always no. like pointing at a missile and then he's like looking serious, you yeah. know? In yeah. domestic propaganda he smiles a little more but for different reasons. Interesting. Since we're talking a lot about charm on this podcast, referring to North Korea is definitely the place to start to learn <laughs> charm. Yes. Whenever this I is... approach a woman at a bar, I start with North Korea. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's yeah. a great it's a great way to get in. I went to a Korean spa the other day. Which one? We spa? We spa. I yeah. love that been? place. Did you go on Tuesday? I went on Saturday. It's half price on Tuesday. It is oh. half price on Tuesday. Hey, hey maybe we'll go, go sometime. Go meet a cheap was guy that a nice, That's was great. That, was that a nice... Nailed it. You know, nailed it, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been there on a couple... I, I used to go there all the time, and there were some days where I'm like, is tonight, like, the gay night, and I just don't know it because mm. I'm not on those weird mm-hmm. forums or whatever? <laughs> because everybody there is, like, extra talkative that day, and there's yeah. a lot more guys. And you're naked. And we're, yeah, and yeah, you're, but some days it's fine. It's a bunch of like old Asian yeah, guys yeah. like scrubbing their back hair well, off or the, whatever. The salt scrub is hilarious. You see like, a <laughs> yeah. guy in the corner putting salt on his hand, and he literally like goes into goes into your ass. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite part. That's yeah. why I went. Do you get a salt scrub? That, I'm, no, I haven't scrub. What I just is said actually, is not a joke. No, no. it's amazing. Yeah. It's life-changing You have to pay extra for that, right? Yeah, that's yeah, like no, an I extra haven't. service. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. didn't get that, but I saw Conan went there, and uh, oh, he got the scrub because they did a little bit on little it. Thing. And uh, he was screaming. It looked very painful. It's not right. comfortable, but it is nice. Do you ever go all the way up top to the roof? It was raining. Uh, yeah. Okay, because yeah. that's kind of that's kind of cool. And order like some ice cream and stuff. Yeah. They, they, they honest, serve food there, which I thought was weird, and yeah. now it makes perfect sense. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really get it. It was just like a communal bathtub, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's super. It's a very Asian thing. This yeah, microphone. Yeah. It's a very Asian thing. Now that I live in you know NorCal, microphone looks like it's walking through some doorways. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. Nice. nice. Uh, it's an Asian thing to have like. A spa where people go hang out and relax for like eight hours yeah. at once and yeah. like have lunch while they're there. I, I thought that was the weirdest damn thing in the world well, first when I saw that. And now that I live, I'm the white guy among all the Asians, not the other way around in San yeah. Jose. So there's stuff like that just everywhere up there. We, we as, a, as an American culture, we do not do a good job of, of relaxation. Like our relaxation is a, a one hour massage. It's 160 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Every other culture, even poor cultures, like they they do a half day at the spa or a full day at the spa. And well, even when I was there, I was looking at my watch. I'm like, because I went with friends, I figured we'd be there for like an hour and a half or something. Four hours. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I gotta go. No, Guys. do what? Check Facebook? No, yeah. <laughs> sit there <laughs> exactly and, and, and be in the moment. They do have Wi-Fi there. They do have Wi-Fi, which, which is which funny. I did, purposely did not bring my my Wi-Fi connecting devices. That's what I call my telephone. <laughs> um, you want to talk about body language real quick? My ex-girlfriend German and I would go home with her Germ- name was German her name, she was no, she German. was German okay, okay. She was a German. true German <laughs> it's a weird it's name yeah. it's a scary name uh, scary name. sounds like a dude's name uh, and we <laughs> would go to the yeah. spa her family would go to the spa and uh, it was co-ed naked so you co-ed want, naked? you want to talk about body language co-ed, co-ed, co-ed naked. German spas are naked in their co-ed yeah, yeah they don't give a Holy. shit about naked they're like why do you guys care about naked anyways I'm sitting with her family mother and father 
butt ass naked. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, in a in a sauna, and the guy's like swirling a towel around. Anyways, yeah. Oh, it's a towel. You're, you're a little they more. It's a towel. Down. You're a little more aware of your body lang- language when you're all butt oh, ass yeah. naked. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm more aware yeah. of my butt language there too. Like just make sure it's yeah. not open Tight. too wide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to catch anything in there. Well, I kept noticing, like, because you know, I was going to get in the hot tub and get. Are, you, are, the, out are of, the ladies naked? Totally naked. But full naked. Yeah. Full full okay. naked. Yeah. Um, all good. Koreans love their bush. Keep going. Keep going. They do. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. They do. They do. Uh, but like, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, cultural like, man. What, why are they wrong? I'm not like Bush advocate over here, but it's like <laughs> I feel... just because our, our generation decided to go fucking bull bear. Like, I think it's nice when a woman's like, "Look, here's the deal." You yeah. Know what I mean? Oh, and they are like, "Here's the deal." <laughs> here's, here's a lot of the, the deal. News. Yeah. Here's the news. Well, I was noticing like when I would go to like get in or get out, you know, women, you got it. Like, you can't step too high because all of a sudden everything's exposed. You gotta, you gotta so I was, I was doing very small steps. I was way too aware. You can't be too aware. Yeah. Oh, I was very aware. Yeah. But no matter how dainty you try to act there, they're still going to be like, look at how flappy yeah. that white yeah. woman's vag yeah. is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. actually for dudes listening, I feel like going to somewhere like that is a good exercise. Exposure in, therapy. Yeah, and just like yeah. getting over shit because yeah. – I mean, for me, I'm not someone who just, I'm not comfortable alone naked, like, let alone with a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. You're a never I, nude? I, I can, I can I'm a out. never nude, yeah. I can help you that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Exposure and, therapy, thank you, yes. Michael. So generous yeah. of you. It's above his doorway, actually. Yeah, exposure therapy. Also yeah. stitched into the other pillow. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I have so many pillows. Tons. All embroidered. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... For me, I just had to like just let it go, and it yeah. actually felt good by the end. Where I was like, yeah. "What? Whatevs." Yeah, white women have a harder time with their nude bodies. Yeah, well, Other, also, yeah. Also Americans like, we're so yeah. super conservative we're too, in general. Right? We're also just so hard on women. That's like, also yeah, true. Well, the body image yeah. thing. You yeah. Know? Well, we had to go eat lunch in the middle, and I'm like, I gotta yeah. go eat lunch. I'm gonna get all bloated, naked? and then I have to go get naked again. See, and that would never even mm. cross my mind. Oh my god, yeah. I was like, "Why well, yeah. can't eat a lot?" And I had ramen, so it was a lot of broth. So oh, I was like, "Well, I gotta limit my broth and stuff." That guys, I'd be like. I'd be yeah. naked and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm at least twice the size I was when I left yeah. for lunch. Hey, right. we're back and um, we're going to answer some questions awesome. from our listeners. But before we do that, because I have to find it on my phone, <laughs> yep. can you guys talk amongst yourselves? Sure. sure let's talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, so it, totally makes, it Just, totally makes sense that you didn't try to find that stuff no, during the break. during the break. That, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not? <laughs> I don't know. Because. because. I, Marnie usually does the stuff. She's oh, I see. I see. So well, I yeah. that we I'm good. finding this fascinating to watch Kristen's um, and try to try to look through this while I'm talking about you. Uh, you know, the dating app thing is wild to me. And it's become yeah. making us addicted to the to the uh, the phone, well, and even more. The phone. Even and more. Art of Charmers have some strong opinions about these apps. You know, they're super useful when you get a strategy for them. I mean, I'm married now, so like, yeah. take my advice with a grain of salt. But like, yeah. the the coaches that we have working here at AOC and our our boot camps here in LA, those guys have crazy systems whereby they they've like calculated the um, a way to get the highest percentage of responses and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like hacking the, the actual software or anything like that yeah. I'm talking about spreadsheet there was a time especially when we were HQ'd in New York where we had spreadsheets printed out on our walls this is before Google Docs really right. took off right. and guys would have messages that they would write in the on these spreadsheets like hey hi hello and then funny random ass stuff yeah well because that that's what I always found worked yeah random hey, stuff hey did I leave my umbrella over there even yeah and then classic. it was like 
you would always get a response with that. I'm not saying you would get, hey, do you want to come over and have sex with me? Right. But you would get like, as opposed to just like, hey, you're cute. And, f- you know, it's like they get a hundred of those. Exactly. And yeah. we kind of theorize that like, look, since they're all getting the same message, you're not trying to impress them because you can't. You're yeah. not trying to Impossible. flatter them because you can't. And it seems desperate. So what? All the only thing your entire mission <laughs> for the first mis- message is to get a response and you, obviously you don't want a negative one, but yeah, a neutral yeah. response is totally fine. Yeah, yeah. And once you get that, then you have their attention and yeah. they rationalize even replying to it and, it and it's popping up to the top of their feed and everything like that. And I've been, I've been at brunch with girlfriends and, you know, we're having a great time, guys, girls around, and some girl will grab her phone and go, can you believe that message I just got? The, uh, someone just said, like, it's raining upside down. And now it's like now I'm talking about this yeah. random guy's message. So exactly. obviously it's, it stopped her. It does. It's it got br- her thinking. It breaks yeah. patterns because yeah. it's non sequitur yeah. and it's nonsensical. It's so basically, a, basically a robot could do it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that you can you could even write something that's almost a random sequence of words, yeah. and it would have almost the same, same effect. effect as "Hey, I, you're pretty. I like your hair." I mean, yeah. Where, where, where hey, where do you want to get a drink? They get yeah. eighty of those. The, those Kristen those doesn't, but elicit the same do. response. Yeah, <laughs> I get eighty hundred. Eighty hundred. That's a real number. It is. is a real number. Well, I wasn't really listening to you guys. Great. Clearly. Generally, that's what I choose not choose to do when um, yeah. men talk because you guys are the worst. Just kidding. Uh, what's happening in my brain? <laughs> but I will say I will jump on the app talk real quick. Mm-hmm. The dudes have no idea how to talk to women, and no. it drives me effing insane. Okay. The other day, this guy and I, we didn't have like that big of a rapport, but he like – I thought was interesting enough to go out with him. So we started texting a little bit. And again, yeah. I wasn't like hooked by his demeanor and text, yeah. which yeah. usually I need. I need to have like some banter. Didn't have any of that. And then he was like, um, how about Sunday? And I said, sounds great. And he's like, how about we follow up later in the week to to confirm to for decide, Sunday. Yeah. He never followed up with me. It's in his court. He's the dude. You follow yeah. up with me for Sunday. Yeah. He never did. And so then I was like, all right, well, that's you know, that's out. And so then he wrote to me on the app like two days later and wrote hello question mark. First of all, I have PTSD. My ex used to say hello like in text to me and it would give me such anxiety. So the the fact that this dude wrote hello and I don't even know him. Bad luck, bro. Like he's he's so he's so done. Triggered. Trigger, it, yeah. yeah, it's a trigger. Like yeah. you don't say hello question mark to me randomly. Well like, that that's should be just, in your bio. I know it yeah. should. So he knows. Right yeah, in but, there. But the fact that like he didn't follow up and then he sends me a text almost like accusing like hello like i ignored right. him no dude right. you were supposed to you're the yeah. man you follow up with me yeah. and then don't send so it's like this happens yeah. all the time that's childish for him to i also yeah. found i found my my guy friends have told me on bumble that women have no clue how to initiate conversation. Oh, of women course. don't because yeah. I've seen because you've never had to do it. You never had you to just do it. stand there and smile, and eight hundred guys walk up. They don't, but I am so good at it. And on the show, I've read my <laughs> openers. I am so good openers. at it. You it's would be, insane. You would openers. be good at it because though. I'm a comic. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm funny. funny. Yeah. I I always have great openers. Yeah. And my friend Sarah, she's like, I can't get one guy to respond to me. Really? And I said, yeah, I literally. You know, Sarah, she's kind of gross. Fucking, I don't, I don't even. I'm not attracted to Sarah in the least. And her name's Sarah. Like, there's a million of them. you know. You're making it worse. But I probably, <laughs> if I write to 20 guys, 18 or 19 of them write back. That's how good Strong I am. Opener. Strong, Strong opener. Strong opener. Strong. It's not that it goes anywhere. It's because does... your coach put that plastic bottle in the corner of the court. And yeah. Made and well, his mom and I, we were doing tennis yeah. balls. Tennis ball day. drill. Janice Costa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, Love mom, her. what's up? My mom listens a lot to this. Hey, yeah. Janice. Hey, Jan. Hey.
Okay, so uh, I have one. We're going to do one question, then Michael's got to get out of here. I got to go, guys. I'm sorry. It's but his fault that we fl- were an hour late taping That's us, all essentially. Good. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, no, it wasn't his fault. Um, <laughs> it was mine. Okay, so we were talking about body language earlier, so this mm-hmm. can um, can kind of come into play, but it's kind of a weird question. Cool. All right, so I don't know why he tells us what his body is, but so he just wants us to know he's a big white guy. Okay. 6'3", 327. I'm hard. 6'3", uh, <laughs> what? 327, 327. Oh, yeah. Big guy. Okay. Big guy. Much but, love, homie. But think more overweight linebacker, less fluffy Gabriel Iglesias type. Got it. Oh, okay. that's, at least with, he's got that going for With you. average looks. Okay. All right. So his question is about body language, in mm-hmm. particular, pursed lips, mm. hiding, not pushing out, which I don't really know what that means. That looks just reminds me of like oh. a butthole, right? His or someone else's? Um. Like Someone else's. So he said, I'm noticing more and more women are pursing their lips when I look at them. I read this expression as, quote, I'm not interested or attracted, which I'm fine with if I was flirting with them. But women are doing this to me even when I'm just looking in their general direction. Quite a few cases, I wouldn't have even looked at them if it weren't for them doing this. Right. I've become very visually sensitive to that particular gesture. Am I misinterpreting it or is something, or is it something else? It's starting ah. to get on my nerves. Thanks, Adam. This is, uh, this is an interesting one because – the way that you perceive anything, it goes through your emotional filters. So it depends on what mood you're in. And if yeah. you're if you're yeah. in a mood where you're constantly thinking certain negative thoughts about yourself, that's going to set up your emotional filter to interpret things negatively. Right. Another example of this is if I say – is if someone's like, hello, like are you there? And then Kristen goes, oh my god, what yeah. the hell is your problem? Right. That's Every their woman I've ever filter. met, when they read a text message, they, they, they read – it in this tone of voice, and I'm always like, "How do you know that's the tone?" Right. Yeah, you don't. You know, because well, you're, she said this because that's, you're a dick. It's like, that's yeah, it's like know. what? Maybe it's like, uh, you know. Anyway, it's, right. it's yeah, completely yeah, yeah. dependent on your emotional filter, their emotional sure. filter, yeah. which is goes sure. to this guy's mindset. I don't know. If, do we have a name for him? Do we just Adam? Adam? So Adam's mindset is is obviously in, interpreting it in that way. So he's got probably a very medium to low opinion of himself, you know, oh, references on, like that. Well, he even but, said that his face was okay looking. Yeah. You know, we don't, yeah. we don't know. but We don't know. really know. I'd yeah. probably agree with him. Um, but the pursed <laughs> lips thing, all that indicates is some kind of mild, I hate to use the word anxiety because it doesn't even have to be that. It's just tension, yeah. physical and emotional. Yeah. So that could happen at any point that they feel like, uh-oh, this person's looking at me, and it has nothing to do with your looks and probably everything to do with their feeling of security, especially if you're 327 yeah, pounds and you're six foot three. Well, my, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm no expert on this, folks. Jordan is, but it's like I would see that as, and maybe this has something to do with my confidence level, uh, like, hey, I'm, I'm addressing this woman, not addressing, but, but looking at her, and I'm making her feel maybe she's feeling anxious. Maybe she thinks I'm cute and she's, like, getting nervous yeah, yeah. and doing, like, yeah. a nervous twitch. Uh, I notice that with women all the time. They, like, touch their hair or they, like, fake yawn. Also, I've done the fake yawn. I find myself in the middle doing a fake yawn. I'm like, why am I you doing do this? fake yawns? No, I've but, never done a fake But, like, yawn. if I'm feeling socially weird or, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know okay, what to like, do. I'll kind of just be like, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm tired yeah, right totally, now. And it's right. like, why did you do that? You're, you know, like, but it's because you're just feeling anxious. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, I've always said on the show when I got when I find like a guy cute or something, I won't look at him. Did see how I looked away? From, I'm just yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll look very. I'll almost look angry. Marnie does the same thing. Where like, if I saw a guy like in the in the grocery store and he was coming toward me, I'd literally be like. 
What's the fucking deal with that? But you, that, that, you just pierced your lips. Right I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just because I... I think these chicks want to fuck Adam. I do, yeah. too. I'm it's serious. Very or they're hiding the food in their mouth. They don't want him to steal. Uh, he's so fat. Oh, these chicks want 6'7", 347, average-looking face on top they of that. I, I would they say do. on the bottom, probably. On the bottom. Start, start yes. on the bottom. <laughs> don't crush them. But I, I think Adam should flip it on this, and uh, I think they want his dick. I think you should. Cre- I think you're onto something. You should misinterpret this or interpret this in the positive way Let's because why not? Yeah, why not? If you think there's a one tenth of one percent chance that they want to sleep with you, go ahead and yeah. round up to a hundred. Yeah, don't force yourself on them. We yeah, yeah, of course, of course. By the way, it would work with your weight, but we're not saying <laughs> no, do, do that. not do that. We're not saying do that. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's better to just think, oh well, you know what? She's maybe nervous than it is to think, yeah. oh, she's scared of me or doesn't like me because fill in reason that you feel right. Like no about. one's gonna immediately like totally dislike you off the bat like no. and respond in that way like I don't like you and I don't know you and make you know yeah. make yeah. that gesture yeah. it's that more of an uncomfortable thing if Adam's that. no longer in say high school women don't angrily reject you for nothing before you've even right. said anything yeah. that that's high school insecurity on their part yeah. adult women don't go I can't believe you're looking at how dare, how dare you? you that yeah. doesn't really yeah. happen in real life anymore yeah. just one other reason why high school sucks so much seriously well that was awesome, and I think we're like at four thirty-four right now. Okay, so. I, thank you for yeah. having me. Uh, I hope that I helped. Uh, who's, is, oh, well, those are my parents, was, but I wasn't showing you that. Oh, here I'm. Here's <laughs> my child. That's how she ends here. the show. <laughs> By the way, here's my dog Walter. Um, cute. Just an easy way to meet chicks all the time. Oh yeah. Imagine. Just just get a cute dog. Yeah, I've actually thought about starting rent a puppy. <gasps> how does that oh, not exist already? I don't know. Right? My God. We'll talk about it later. We'll, yeah. we'll put I think some money it might have it. been stopped by animal abuse groups, but yeah. well, well, who that. cares about that, yeah, right? Because that's got to have been an idea. Because it, That's a great idea. Every time I have even a, like a medium puppy yeah. anywhere near me, yeah. it's like women are like jumping out of windows yeah. to go and pet it. Well, I Once found the, a dog on the street and yeah. pawned her off onto my brother, and he said that it was like already getting more tra- like For sure. ch- chicks looking at him. And you could rent the puppy, and then once they get full grown, you you know you just slaughter them. Thank you so much. Hey, listen to my podcast. It's called The Worst Birthday Podcast, and you can listen to it at worstbirthday.com. My friends just tell me their worst birthdays. It's really simple That's and easy. Great. It's That's super fun. Freaking great idea. Yeah. Hey. And Jordan, we all know where we can find you. Oh, yeah. Are we all done now? I was like, he's oh. leaving and we still go. I don't even know how this works. Yeah, because usually our shows are about 45 minutes. All right. Minutes, then so let me then fun. let me go ahead and, and yeah. <laughs> You're already listening to a podcast. You can find the Art of Charm podcast where fine podcasts are sold or just go to theartofcharm.com. And by the way, those drills, we have a challenge. If you go to theartofcharm.com slash challenge, we give you drills. Actual drills. Like actual like drills all the time. Yes, like tools, mm-hmm. drills, Man and, tools. and If you wedges. go to michaelcosta.com, uh, I actually have power drills. Yes. <laughs> you can come Mine are, I'll give you power drills. Mine are hand crank drills. <laughs> Beat me again, Costa. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Our show comes out every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe and tell your friends and then buy whatever was in the ad today. Okay, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.